buying behavior has changed. Prospects don't click on links and emails anymore, and they don't watch the videos you spend hours creating every week. Instead, send personalized gifts and memes using Vidyu. You can quickly create engaging, personalized content that immediately grabs your prospect's attention, helps you stand out in the inbox, and does it all without forcing them to click anything or go anywhere. Head over to vidyou.io slash salescast to sign up for free and spend less time getting your messages across and more time selling. My name is Colin Mitchell and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. To reach to the next level, things need to change, to evolve, to transform. Greg is back with Colin, and he will be talking about the top three transformations that need to happen in sales. Now, what are these three? Tune in to find out only here in the latest episode of Sales Transformation. What are some things that sellers can do if like maybe they've been working in an environment that's more of a B2C or even just transactional? I know my own personal experience was similar to yours where I started in a room and it was like, here's the list. There's the phone. Don't use the CRM because it doesn't work. <laughs> yep. And uh, and it was very transactional. It was like make 150, 200 dials a day. Every time you get somebody on the phone, you had a script and you'd warm them up. You'd throw out an offer. If they didn't buy, throw out another offer. If they didn't buy, change the subject, throw out another offer. If they didn't buy, you better get a commitment or you probably aren't going to have a job. <laughs> yep. That's that two-step. Give us some information yeah. and ask for the order. You didn't get the order? Give us some more information and ask for the order, right? So yeah. absolutely. And, and you raised a great... That was a great question. And, and that's one of the reasons I, I love the title of your program, Sales Transformation, because a transformation absolutely needs to happen. And there's like, I think, three that I'm really um, uh, passionate about. Um, The first one is transitioning from pitching product to creating awareness. Mm. In fact, on the cover of my book, I have a light bulb because I believe B2B selling is all about creating light bulb moments. Yeah. Where someone goes, ah, you know, I hadn't thought of that. That's a really good yeah. idea, right? So it's it's about creating awareness around problems or opportunities that you can help them solve. Yeah. Um, the second one is, the second one is, you know, you ask what sellers' role should be when it, as it relates to selling their product. What should your customers see you as the role? And I hear two commonly. One is I'm the product expert. I can help them give them any information they need about that product <laughs> right? or the price or whatever. Um, yeah. The second one is I'm the relationship manager. I manage the relationship mm. between their company and my company, right? That's my job. I link people up. And my opinion is no, neither of those should be the primary role. The primary role is to be an expert on a customer's buying decision process. Now, notice I didn't say an expert on the selling process. I said an expert on the buying process. 
they should be able to go there and uh, guide, provide guidance, direction, suggestions to help customers make better buying decisions, right? Yeah. And they should know that better than the customer or the competition. And then the last transformation is what we were just talking about is transform sales from an art form to sales as a process. And there's a number of really key processes that I point out in my book that are that, that if you're not good at them, you're going to have a hard time being consistently successful. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think that the, the difficult thing is for a, a lot of sellers is that, you know, there is different ways that they've been taught, right? And mm-hmm. some people can just kind of get by and, you know, do half decent working hard, right? And I think like, that's the answer. I just work harder than everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or there's other people that's like, I'm the, you know, relationship builder. Everybody loves doing business with me. The differentiator in the, in, in, you know, whatever it is that I sell is me, <laughs> Right. Um, and, and then there's people that, you know, props pro- solve problems, but then there's the people who you mentioned with the light bulb, right. That can give their, you know, prospects, those experiences of like, huh, never thought about that. Or, you know, why has nobody else told me that? Right. The, the, the seller that's not scared to ask the tough questions or, you know, challenge mm-hmm. their thinking a little bit or tell them something yep. that they actually might not like hearing. Yeah. 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 And, and that's, and that's what it's all about. It's uh, influencing. We're taught again to think that influencing comes from telling people stuff. Now, if you only did this, right. Or if you did that, but the problem is, is that telling isn't very persuasive because it doesn't cause people to think much instead asking questions, particularly ones that, are provocative, exactly what you just said there, Colin. Because people say, hmm, I haven't really thought about it. Well, let me give that some thought. Maybe you have a point there. And yeah. that creates that that uh, that awareness. Yeah, yeah. And I think that there's even a lot of people that maybe don't fully understand the difference between persuading somebody and influencing them, right? Because those are two different things. You know, people yeah. who are trying to persuade people are typically not asking a lot of questions and talking at them and trying to be slick and, you know, persuade them in a certain way where, you know, influence is more around asking, like you said, uh, provocative questions. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the, the imagery in my mind is always, um, do you want to be across the table arm wrestling somebody for the order (laughs) or do you want to be on the same side of the table focusing on how do we fix a problem? Yeah. And if you keep that image in mind, then to me, that changes how you approach customers. It's like, um, we're here to solve a problem. Tell me together. Yes. Together. And and you raised a great point a few minutes ago about um, not really understanding what works or what doesn't work. And, you know, it's kind of like the, uh, how we train, um, you know, animals, they do something and we, and the bell goes off and they get a bit of food. Right. Um, and so 
I, you know, I'm in a situation and I try this closed technique and that closed technique. And all of a sudden one works, I go, ah, that was the secret. Right. And so there's a lot of people who've um, tried a lot of things and all of a sudden something works and they assume that that was the thing that pushed the deal over the, the edge. You know? And often it was, it was probably going to happen anyway. So thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.